Welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Air Light Skin Comedian Podcast again this evening. Uh, I got a great show for y'all tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, hope everybody's having a great July 10th, uh, enjoying the day and everything. Um, like I said, I got a great show for everybody. Uh, about ready, just want to go over a couple of things here. My sponsors are, let me go over my two sponsors here real quick with you all. The first one is All Good Computers on 8101 Preston Highway here in Louisville, Kentucky. Go check them out. They keep your computer tight. They keep mine tight. And the second uh, sponsor, more than anything, is the Smile Center. My dentist, 745 New LaGrange Road. Tell Dr. Kane I sent you. He'll, he'll work with you. All right. As you can see, that was my little junior big head went by. <laughs> uh, thank you all for, for tuning in tonight. I really appreciate it. Uh, like I said, I got, a, I got a great guest for you tonight. Um, I wanted to do something that was more related to what I was doing this week. So I had a show this week, this past Thursday, at the downtown loft here in Louisville, Kentucky. And I got to do it with a good fr comedian friend of mine. He's been all over the United States doing comedy, been doing it for a long time, and a real good friend of mine. He's one of the realest comedians I know. Uh, one of one of the best friends I could even ask for as a comedian. Um, I've even learned some things from him. Um, he even opened up for Cat Williams, but I'm gonna let him explain himself to to you all a little bit. So, but I'm just so glad to have him on the Big Head Lights Get Comedian Podcast. Also, we're on YouTube. So if you can't get us on Facebook Live, check us out on YouTube. Without further ado, let me bring in my comedian, one of the most realest comedians. And we just got through doing a show down at downtown Loft here in Louisville, Kentucky. Y'all show some love for the one and only my my good friend and my guest today. Mr. Money Making Mitch is what he called himself, but I'm calling him Kimbrough. Y'all give it up for him coming to my podcast. What's up, Kimbrough? Yo, what's up, lovers, baby? What's going on? What's going on, man? Man, all right. Money Making Mitch in the building, baby. Yeah, you, bam, yeah, bam, yeah. Bam, bam. <laughs> you changed your name up for me a little bit. I'm just telling the people a little bit about you, but where I do my podcast is uh, I always let people explain themselves, their little resume, their resume about themselves, which is already talked a little bit about you. So they already right. love you. So, um, but go ahead and tell right, the people a little right. bit about yourself. So, uh, well, first off, my name is Eric Kimbro. Uh, all my friends call me Kimbro, so I changed my name to just Kimbro. I'm no longer Eric no more, just Kimbro. Switch it up, switch it up. Man, it's like I, like I uh, tell everybody, like most people know, man, I'm a national touring comedian and shit. Right, I tour right. everywhere. I headline. I close out shows, whatever you want to call it. I headline. I close out shows. I don't work with some of the biggest mm -hmm. names in the game. I don't work with Cat Williams, Mike Epps, some more. Uh, shoot, all the way down, Lil Duval. I don't work with DC you Curry, go. you know. There you go, right yeah. down. <laughs> Louisville legend, Spike Davis. Don't work yeah. with him, you know. Anybody. Anybody pretty much black out there, Michael Cowley, I don't work with him. You know? <laughs> Me too. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Anybody, anybody pretty much black and famous out there, I don't work with it once upon a time. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. Say, you know, I'm the guy that comes out first that y'all don't know. Y'all be like, <laughs> dang, he was funny. Who was that? You that's know what what's I'm up. Yeah, yeah, that's what's that's up. That's me. <laughs> okay, okay. That's what's up. The people so now the people know about you and everything, which is great. Like I told them before, you already, you know, you know, open up a lot of big names and everything. And I'm just happy uh -huh. you have to have you on my podcast. And um, but like I said, I wanted to go over a couple of things, just a couple of things, which because I know you've been through, I've been through some things too. And some of these uh questions slash statements are kind of related to both of us as far as what we've been through in this comedy game, and you right. know how that goes. But I want to talk about this one first, because it's more political. It's a little bit political and everything else, because I've seen 
uh, when when the Briantel thing was really fresh when it first happened, and I seen you down there marching with other people doing the social right. justice thing for Brianna Taylor. But I just right. want your advice on I want your advice on two things on this. It's kind of like a two thing part question. I'm gonna even put it on here on this banner here. Uh, okay. But uh, basically, I just want your uh, uh, not not that one. That's the wrong one. My bad. <laughs> right. yes, but uh, uh, but uh, nah. I just want your opinion on, on how COVID nineteen has changed up entertainment. Also, I want your opinion on has affected social justice has affected entertainment as far as what we do between you know stand up and, and acting or whatever so oh yeah well shoot man well first off uh <laughs> let's just go with the first question how's COVID 19 changed entertainment yo that's yeah. a great question it has changed Ooh. it to me it's changed it drastically especially coming off coming off of last year where right. couldn't nobody work couldn't nobody go out couldn't nobody see no live comedy or concerts or shows yep. or whatever. You know, you couldn't even go to football games or nothing, basketball games or nothing. So I right. think that COVID-19 has, has changed entertainment drastically. For one, yeah. let's just stick to our arenas, comedy, man. Right. You know, it, mm -hmm. it let me know and it made a lot of people know that you can't be a one-trick poet. Like, you nope. can't just be good on stage and not have no social media presence. You can't, you know... You yep. know, like a lot of people is traveling around here, like a lot of these dinosaur old comics. They're like, mm -hmm. man, I don't do that social media. I'm cool. I got the club. <laughs> I just go to clubs, do that. Nah, what you had to learn, man, is, yo, social media is the way. A lot mm -hmm. of people, I talked to a lot of comics and they became millionaires off social media last yep. year, just off the content that they had put up there previously before right. COVID-19 changed. So what it did, it made all of us have to redirect, man. You know, believe it or not, 99.9% uh, .9 of the comics are very smart people. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and most of us knew at that very moment we had to pivot. Most of us came up with an online show. Most yep. of us started doing sketches. You know, right. shout, shout out shout out to people like Country Wayne who changed, wow. absolutely changed yeah. the game. Yeah, he Absolutely sure did. Changed the, the game. With them sketches on you know online. What I'm His yeah. Sketches, <laughs> nobody's putting them out like he's putting them out. Nobody's doing yeah. them like he's doing them. Yeah. And probably ain't nobody getting paid doing them. He's definitely getting paid. Yeah. So yeah. He, he's he's in a testament to, to social media, you know, the the uh how entertainment has changed. Mm -hmm. Entertainment was going to the internet anyway. It was going to social media anyway. It was. Yeah. But with that code, you had to do it. Because everybody, everybody has a phone. Everybody, they're they're button away, and yep. he found out a way to reach to come into everybody's house every night. He let me know one thing. He let me know two, three things for real. You don't need Hollywood. You don't mm -hmm. need you don't need a TV show. You can create right. a TV show every day on your phone. That's right. You just yep. gotta have the patience mm -hmm. and willing to do it. You gotta mm -hmm. sit down and have the wherewithal to do it. Right. And you just gotta pivot, man. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You just got to yeah. pivot and make that move. And so with me, my pivot was I'm straight stand-up comedian. I'm a, I call myself a tweener. Okay. I'm, I'm not from the old, old comedy school, and I'm not really in the new, new comedy school. You know, like where the old mm -hmm. comedy school, where you used to have to just get in your car and drive and go showcase seven minutes, hope they like you, drive somewhere else, showcase seven minutes, hope they like you, go yes. do an open mic yep. all over here. Old Brass, school grind. Yep. Louisville, yeah. I'm from the old school grind, but I'm in the middle because I still, I do the social media and the social media grind is like, hey, bro, we ain't got to go nowhere. We going to give you this shit online. You like it, you see it, you do it. We get followers. The more followers we get, bam, we book. 
That's you right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just, so I got caught. I'm caught in the middle. You right. Know, like I like the social media, but it's like I have to think about it. I have to think. Oh, let me do this. Let me do this. Right. Um, I'm from the old school. Hey, I'm not that good on social media. <laughs> you're doing you doing you're, you're on social media right now. Right. You're doing great. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But as far as making content and doing okay, that, right, right. But, it, but if you come to my show and see me on stage, right, I can guarantee oh, yeah. I'm that dude on stage. <laughs> you, you know are. what I'm saying? Like well, I'm that dude on stage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's the thing, man. And it's like, uh, you know, we had to learn to pivot, and it also taught this COVID nineteen. It it uh, taught everybody to me patience. Oh, it's patience because yeah. it's the quick. first time a lot of people had to sit at home and yep. it's the first time i started a thing on on social media called the red Road chronicles yes I like so it. that's why i sit right here <laughs> in my robe boom mm-hmm. red my red robe uh, you know i done bought the llc i done bought all that <laughs> right and uh i started doing it but i had to be patient and do it consistently every day i did it every day for like eight months yep. until i finally built up that audience the clientele so people right. was tuning in every day you know at first it was five six people i thought that was lit i had 10 right. people on it like, right lit. right I 10 people watching this like, i'm lit you know right. what i'm saying it, right it went up to 50 then 100 you know right then it's, it went from getting you know like 200 views to 3500 views to 5000 right. views you know sometimes mm-hmm. it'd be back down to 1900 you know, right. it just depend on rainy days. It gets a lot more views than it does on sunshiny days. <laughs> yep. You know, you just got, you had to, I had to be patient and learn the, the game and the analytics of social media. I right. reached out to a few of my friends who are big on social media and asked yep. them what was their formula and what would they do? And they like, hey man, right. do this, do this, do that. Right. And that's how it goes, man. So yeah. that's that's how I feel that that changed. Right entertainment you know right as as what about this on the social justice thing because I, like i said i seen you down there marching for brianna taylor which i think oh, is great because yeah. people don't realize when the one of the best and the most smartest and funniest comedians was dick gregory and he was definitely one of the most act biggest black actors i knew as a stand-up comedian oh so yeah. i gotta talk about it so we're going to talk a little bit about that too because oh, i like man, dick gregory. it's like uh <clears throat> so i met dick gregory once man i Did met you? him yeah i met dick Gregory. i got a picture too i had to find that picture okay but look it's in my phone Shit. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, you are. You are. It's this is uh, free will. Podcast. I can cuss on here. Good. I, I mean, you cuss on think, here. Yes, free I will. Think what I, I think about what I got. It's a light skin podcast. You can cuss. Right. Okay, give me <laughs> give me a couple sample cuss words, man. Like you know, I say you do it first. I don't need you. Well, I don't know. I got I got a couple church. I got a couple church members watching too. I got to oh, watch man. some of them. Nah, nah, they be the main ones cussing. You know what? You're right. They be like, "Hey, the fuck up, preacher." You know what? My pot roast getting cold. I got macaroni and cheese at home waiting. Right. But man, uh uh-uh. Man, it's the the protests, mm-hmm. the social justice. Okay. With man, as you know, I was I got in it deep. I yeah, got it deep, bro. You did. I was, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm I the see. modern day Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Dick Gray. I'm all rolled into one. Right. You know, I believe I believe turn another cheek, but I turn another cheek and smack the other side of your face. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Hey man, one thing I learned, and I'm gonna get to the to the the root of this thing is this this is a whole new age, man. This is a new age. Yeah, all that white different. supremacy mm-hmm. and all of that, like it's deep now because it's modern. You got it's technical, like people are doing it with technology and, and they doing it with jobs. They can't outright do it. They try right. to, they try to march, they try to do this, 
But these young blacks and these young I whites, where you going. <laughs> hey, they don't give a damn. Right. They, hey, they, they about the human race. They about, about the human race. race. Yeah, and they rights, the human they, race, and they yeah, rights. Yeah, they about That's they what they're about. <laughs> they, yeah. they about each other. Yeah. They about each other, man. <laughs> yeah. They ain't with all that old school. See, you got to nope. think, man, the people who's running this shit, they from the old school. So they right. still stuck in them old school ways, but they got these true, new kids, this new school babies who's like, yo, I like black music. And matter of fact, they like it ain't even no black music. It's just music that right. they listen to. They like, exactly. I like black music. The little chicks is like, I like black dudes. The black dudes, right. like, I like the white girl. <laughs> right. And like, because I seen all that shit down there. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. I seen all that shit down it's there. It's the race like, thing. And then they was like, these are my friends. You're not getting ready to talk about my friends. You're not getting right. ready to come down here with that white supremacist shit. Right, like, yo, right. They was on their ass, boy. That's and, what's up. And you know, it's a whole new wave, man. People's not with that shit. Life right now, 2021 and 2020, 2019, life is hard enough as it is. Economically, yes, yep, yep. financially, sure all is. of that shit. Life's yep. hard enough as it is. People's it is. going to work every day and can barely keep their lights on. How you go to work yep. every day and you broke? Right. How you go to work every day? You can't pay for the shit you got. You know You're right though, and, and the people who ain't working, they can pay for this stuff because they yeah, can pay like, now. So it's crazy. Yeah. It's the opposite. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's opposite. Look, like, look, <laughs> if if they threw me unemployment and all this right. shit, I right. won't work either. Exactly. Like, I feel you on that. Shit, bro. <laughs> I feel you. I'm gonna stay yeah. at home. My back hurt. My knees hurt. Yeah. Shit, I'm tired of waking up every morning. I want to wake up when I want to wake up. Right. I yeah. Go to sleep when I want to go to sleep. I don't want to yeah. do. All of that extra shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's like when you feed a person. I don't want to do. No, yeah. No, I don't want to like, do none of that shit. Right. It's like man, I got some people right. coming in. You, you good? It's like Say when you feed up. a. It's like when you feed a bird. Say what's up. What's up? What's up? Yeah. It's like when you feed a bird. It's like when you feed a bird. I live in a boarding house. I live in a boarding house. Boarding house. Yeah, we all share the same bathrooms and shit. You know. We're good. We're good. That's saving your rent. Saving your rent. No, they don't pay nothing. They don't pay nothing. They you know, just there. In this boarding house, man, man, see, that's what I'm saying. That's what you about, man. Helping other people out. <laughs> but I don't want to, though. I know, you know. I don't. <laughs> I, I'm right with you on that. I don't want to either. <laughs> nah, but, but man, you... but the the thing with this social justice, man, like mm. you know, like man, I try to keep my ear to the streets. You know, right. I'm not. I'm not like a street nigga, or I'm my bad street guy. Right, go ahead, street you dude. Right. But, I, but I'm a real dude. I keep my ear to the streets. I be in the streets and all that, man. Right. And uh, with this social justice, I've seen it firsthand. Being down there in the protest, man, I've seen how the police they come and they stand and they mm -hmm. and it's like they poke you, they poke you, they poke mm -hmm. you, they poke you, they poke you, they poke you, till you clock out. So right. what was happening with this whole Breonna Taylor stuff? Mm -hmm. We down there being peaceful, and I mean, you always got a few ignorant bad apples, yeah, a couple yeah, bad apples, yeah. But yeah. nothing, nothing over the top. For the most exactly. part, down there, everybody's peaceful. It was Good. more like a unity thing, man. People's mm -hmm. just down there crying. People's down there praying. People's down there coming together. I don't right. see people get baptized down there at the square. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. hold it, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't seen people get off drugs down there and try to change their life. I don't seen people who weren't nobody become leaders down there. You know what I mean? Right. So exactly. we down there being peaceful. Then the police would just come out of the blue. They would show up with riot gear. They would show right. up with Louisville Slugger makes the police stick. Okay. Out, out of how they make the bats. Right. So they uh -huh. got these big Louisville Slugger sticks. 
Right. You know, and you know that bat would be solid. Shh, man, it'd be you know solid. It'd be Rodney King solid. Right. <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real, yeah. yeah. Police be down there with face covers and shields and all that. Then all of right. a sudden, man, the, the uh, news would be down there. And then the police chief or whoever would be running it. It would look like a war zone. They would, they would have armored trucks and everything. Then they would tell the right. news people to leave. And mm-hmm. then when they tell the news people to leave, they start beating the shit out of the protesters. Mm, wow. And then they then they mm. locking everybody up. And then they throwing charges on you for uh assaulting the police, resisting arrest, mm. unlawfully gathering, stepping on the grass. You right. know, all the shit we was down there protesting for, they would lock you up and put them charges. It's so systematic down there, man. Yes, what like, I was gonna say. Yep. <laughs> like I had two friends. I had a white guy and a black chick. They okay. both was filming. They both okay. were there filming. They got locked up mm. five feet apart the same night. Wow. Police mm. chased them. Boom. Locked mm. them up. Mm. He got a misdemeanor charge. She okay. got a class D felony. Mm. What? Yeah. And this is, that's what I'm talking about. And, see, and right see, there. And, and that's the thing. We was down there fighting for that. But in the midst of mm. fighting for that, it happens. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in that Priyana Taylor stuff, man, it was so deep, bro. It's like when I first went down there, I wasn't going down there to get all enthralled in it, man. Right. But when you start, when you go down there, you start seeing what's happening. Yeah, something in you, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like I tell people all the time, it got to be in you. It can't be on you. you right. Know what I'm saying, and yes. it was just in me to go down there every day, and I marched and I protested right. every day, and you know I fought for justice. I got pepper sprayed. I got flashbanged. Wow. Mm, I got mm, chased by the police. Mm. Man. You know, thank mm. God they never arrested right. me. You know, what I'm, I'm glad you're all right. Yeah, because they can always go in a different me, direction. I was fast, nigga. I was fast. <laughs> I ain't lie. You was fast, huh? Yeah, was fast. You, and look, you was fast. And young dude you, was like, OG, you was moving. What you talking about, man? You I ain't got fast, time to go to jail. I got shit to do in the morning, dog. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Plus, man. I can't be in jail. I got to take blood pressure pills and shit. Right, man. I ain't going to have my pills. I be the dad in there, man. You know what? But you know what, though, man? On the real tip, man. I, you know, I, I like, and I'm glad you was down there doing it because it also gave other comedians, you know, you've been a comedian here and said it everywhere. I see other comedians see that and that reflects them. They're like, okay, I can, I need to get down and do something to be part of it. If they ain't down there, doing it some other way. Because the thing I got from more than anything, Kimbrough, was, and I think we're still working towards this. It's not about the race. It's about the human race. People right. always talk about race. It's about the human race. Right. Treat right. a person as a human being and not as an animal. And that is right. what has always gotten me. More than anything, if, if we was everybody was treated by especially our, our police was it systematically, if we right. could just treat everybody as a human being and not by the color of their skin see, or their nationality. But, you see what I'm saying? That's yeah, all I'm the saying. The thing is, you, you got to think about it, bro. It's like the white supremacists and a lot of white people who claim that they're not white supremacists. Right. A lot. The average white man is down there against the average black person. Mm-hmm. Because their lack of knowledge, they're scared. And you got to right. understand, we're not fighting to be better or no. to get more. We're just no. fighting to be equal. Human so you got you got a group. <laughs> think of how crazy this is. You got a race of people mm-hmm. who want to be equal to you. And mm-hmm. you got the other race of people who's like, nah, we don't want you to be. Right. <laughs> Man, shit's crazy. Yeah, it is. You know, that, it that is. is the craziest thing ever, bro. Yep. And, and, and what it is. And here's the bad part about it. I was talking to my friend about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we down there fighting for equal rights. Right. But we also fighting for equal rights for the white supremacist family too. Exactly. But they too right. ignorant to realize that. 
Right. Like, bro, like <laughs> yeah, we fight for the rights for shit that might happen to your kids or your people. Exactly. Too. Exactly. You know but what I'm so saying? They so mad. They so mad. They don't see that side they, of them. You know what? They so man, mad. I'm gonna tell <laughs> so, you. Love, they ain't even mad. They scared, man. They yeah, scared, bro. That too. Yeah, they that too. They yeah, scared they that are. we gonna get something that they feel. They feel like they losing something, and we getting something that they not getting. Right. That's why. That's why. And I hate to go into po political no, talk, no, but that's why. That's why Donald Trump won the presidency because everybody else catered to the what they catered to the black woman, right? Or the the minority black man, mm -hmm. or the white woman, right? Donald Trump, who he cater to the average white man. Yep. They come and sure let's is. make America great. Again, they coming right. to take. They coming to take your girl. They coming to take your right. job. They coming. They gonna move in your neighborhood. He right. played. It was a fear factor. That's why right. you seen. That's mm -hmm. why you seen in Virginia, Charlottesville, all them white dudes marching with tiki sticks. That's yep. why you seen in uh, Philadelphia on the Fourth of July, all them white dudes with black shirts, black polo shirts, khaki pants, black shoes, and masks right. and black hats on. March down the street in Philadelphia. You right. know what I'm saying? That's why, because mm -hmm. yep. they feel like they feel like they losing something. So when you go to the Breonna Taylor case, mm -hmm. which breaks it all open, what usually what usually happens? They usually break in somebody's house, kill somebody like that, boom, and swept up under the rug. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it just mm -hmm. so happened. This one could they release they released the nine one one call mm -hmm. that day. It was mm -hmm. like George Floyd got killed Monday. They released the 911 call for Breonna Taylor on that Wednesday. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it kind of all sparked. Yeah. Kind of like enough is enough. It yep. all sparked. And so with yep. the Breonna Taylor case, it just wouldn't go away. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. go away for the police. That's and then right. more and more people start finding out. And then mm -hmm. he started being like, well, we did shit. We got to do something. Right. Because she was somebody, <laughs> she was somebody that people knew in the city. And right. Also, she was a good citizen. She was an EMT. Right. Thank you. Yeah. You know, so, she was an yeah. EMT. She wasn't right. like no common thug out here. Exactly. That's, that's how the white America, not all, but that's how white America, because I read all of right. the news station blogs. Oh, they the most racist people in the world. If you go read the comment on them news station blogs and stuff, right. they the oh, most yeah. racist people in the world. You listen mm -hmm. to the to the police scanner and all that. Oh, come on. But yeah. see, so what happens is what they what they do, what they typically do to black people. Okay, so they bust in here right now, they kill me. Boom. Right. Hey, mm -hmm. I ain't never been to jail, knock on wood. I don't have no felonies. I don't right. have no nothing. You right. know, I don't even Good. drink. I don't drink. I don't I'm smoke. like you, I don't, I don't drink. Nothing. Right. So so what they gonna try to paint me as the angry black man. Yeah. Oh, he don't have a job. Where is mm -hmm. he getting his money from? Oh, <laughs> he hung around with some dude back in 89. Who went to jail for cocaine? That must be what he's doing. <laughs> right. You know, um, right. Then they'll they reach back and be like, oh, his uncle was a crackhead. His, yeah. you know, his his mama died, blah, 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 blah. He found right. pills. And, you know, they'll do all of that stuff, man. Yep. And they try to paint that bad picture on you. So with her, all they could do was, hey, not the dude she was with then, but her mm -hmm. ex dude right. was a drug yeah. dealer. Who, exactly. where was he at already? He was already in jail. That's what I say. It's, it's just a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? You, you right on it, man. It's just they 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 do that, like man. I said. That's just that's just. I just want to touch a little bit on social justice, but that's what they do systematically. A lot of times we get 
win things. And uh, we're just trying to make it better. That's why I said earlier, I'm talking about the human race is what's important. And hopefully nothing else from this, uh, we start treating the human race better, uh, more than anything, especially our homeless people, because I read thing about them, man, oh, yeah. it's not a black. So, but I want to touch base too on this here. Seeing that you, you know, you've been, you've been <clears throat> on a lot of different stages, man, as a comedian, man. And I yeah. just need to hear one of them, man. I don't know if you see the statement, though. It's just a talk, a comedian backstage story. Because, you know, a lot of times we backstage or we doing whatever. And I, I got one or two comedian backstage stories. But, uh, oh, man, I got I know, a few. I know you got, I know. Just come on, let them go. Because, see, the people need to hear this. You know, the people don't know what we go through backstage before we get ready to perform. And they need to hear what we hear from other comedians and what goes down, whether it's funny or not, whatever. You know, but, but just put it out there. Man, <laughs> just I'm put it out there. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one time, man. So like, I don't. It's, it's been a bunch of them, bro. Like, I'm sure it know, is. The, I the most, it. the most common one is like, you know, when you're in the green room, and I don't really want to say no names because, <laughs> right. yeah, and I'm gonna, tell, to. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I don't want to say no names yeah. because I you still good. have a rapport with most of them, but it's okay. been, <laughs> but it's been an after the fact situation. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. So it's like, so. A lot of these famous people that y'all see, they real famous. Let's just say the most famous comedian in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like Dave was Chappelle. That, was that a show? Okay. Yeah, but, but not Dave. But not okay, Dave. not Dave, but somebody but else. Like, okay. All yeah, right. most famous comedian in the world at okay. the moment. They do movies and all that extra shit. Okay, okay. So in front of everybody, they like, hey, man, hey, how you doing? Like, hey, man, it's good, man. Like, yeah, like, see this guy? Oh, he's great, he's great. Right. As soon as everybody leave, mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, man, let me slide a picture with you. You know what I'm saying? After this, like, ah, oh, man, come on, man, get on away from me with all that, man. Mm -hmm. I ain't got time for that, man. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm getting ready to go yeah. to this party, man. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, it's just a picture. Like, right. all right, hurry up. You know, it, it, right. it's that type of stuff. And mm -hmm. then, I, but I tell you, like, man, one time I was in the green room and I was hosting. And I walk in the green room, and there's other comedian in there, pretty good name, shit. Okay. And uh, and I'm like, uh, <clears throat> I'm like, hey man, what's up, man? How you doing? He's sitting back on the couch, lean back, you know, mm -hmm. and has hand like this, blah blah blah. And I'm like, man, what's up? How you want me to introduce you? Right. He's like, huh? What? I said, how you want me to introduce you? Mm -hmm. Introduce me? Uh. Man, Def Jam, Comic View, everybody hates Chris. Uh, nigga, you know my credits. You know who I am. <laughs> right? And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, like that, right? right? So I go walk off. Okay. <laughs> and me and me, like, if you don't know me, you don't know. I'm confrontational. I know, I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not confrontational. Like, I know I'm not just saying. gonna walk up and start nothing. Right. But when you come off funny to me, I gotta address mm -hmm. this shit. Exactly. <laughs> and so I turn around and I'm like, what? I said, hey, man, what's up? You got a problem with me or something? Because he's been shitting on me the whole time. You know, okay. I mean? real I short, you. real smart comments mm -hmm. and shit. And then I said, man, what's up, man? You got a problem with me or something? And he was like, huh? What? I said, you got a problem with me? And mm -hmm. then he was like, uh, uh, no, nah, man, I ain't got no problem with you. I said, okay, cool. And then I started walking out and he said, what, you got a problem with me? And I turned around and I was like, no, nah, but you know, I said, I, I said, no, nah, but it just seemed like you got an attitude every time I talk to you, like something's up. You right. know, I was like, fuck all this comedy shit. I'm exactly. from Louisville first. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's right. That's Love right. niggas is different. I, <laughs> that's like, I'm from yes, first. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, no, nah, man, man, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And so then after that, <laughs> it got okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It got okay, man. But, <laughs> yeah. then, but I tell you, one time I was working with... uh now, I was working with DC Curry one time. Okay. Now. Okay. Then why did I say his name? I said his name because <laughs> because I ain't seen him since. But right. I was working with DC Curry one time, man, and I was like, "Damn, it's DC Curry." We was in two different cities, right? Right. And uh, in <clears throat> two theaters and shit. Mm. So in the first theater, we in the I get there, we in the green room. Boom! They got food. They got chairs. They got. Boom, everything set up for the comics. Right, they got okay. all the food, all this, little candles mm-hmm. burning and all that. It's okay. like behind it's like behind the stage, rooms behind the stage. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so we sitting in there, like me, two other people, or something like that. We just talking, right. little music, boom. Mm-hmm. Door open, door opens, boom. Right. It's this big nigga standing in the door. Mm. He walks, looks in, DC mm. Curry steps in the door. Okay. So he look around, he look around, he whispered to dude. Dude walks across the room, I guess to see if it was another side, another chair, cat, whatever. Okay. Dude walks across the room, comes back, looks at him, shakes head. They walk out the door. Mm-hmm. So like two, three minutes later, I guess the promoters or whoever, I guess they said some of the promoters, promoters came in the green room. Okay. Got all the food, all the drinks, all the mm, shit. I knew out it. The I knew it. Room, I knew it. <laughs> okay. Took it out of there. Mm-hmm. So, and he went in a totally different room. Wow. You know uh, what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so we just kind of looked like, what the fuck? We started laughing and shit, right? <laughs> right. Uh, like, damn, like he didn't speak to none of us. He didn't right. You know right. what I'm saying? So, matter of fact, oh, man. It was uh, me, him, I think Spike Davis was the host. Okay. Uh-huh. And then uh, it was some chick son. So uh-huh. like, when he came, when DC Curry came out on stage, and I killed it that night. Like, I killed okay. the shit. I don't never say I, I killed did. it, but I killed it. Okay. And uh, when he came out, he said, yeah, man, give it up for uh, for the other comedians. Give, mm. it up for, give it up for Spike Davis, man. He's doing a hell of a job. He didn't acknowledge <laughs> me. He didn't shit. You know what okay. I'm saying? Right, right. Motherfucker didn't say my name. He, he probably didn't know my name anyway. But he wasn't even like, give it up for the other comedian or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm. Which I get it sometimes, yo. So then I was like, I ain't tripping. Okay. So the next, the next night, we was in a uh, different city, right? Right. We're in a different city, and this is more like a. It had a stage and all that, but it was it was more like a club or some shit. Okay. But it had a big stage in it, whatever, and they mm-hmm. had chairs. They had chairs. They had everything. They had a VIP section up on the stage, and shit was set up good. You had a little bar. So in the back of the room was like the bar, right? Then behind the bar was like the green room, but it okay. had you know I got the slots in the window where you could look yep. out. To the stage, right? Mm-hmm. Shit sold out. Right. Shit sold cool. out. Standing room only, right? Okay. So now I go do the shit. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. The host does the shit. Right. So I get off stage. Okay. I come back and man, I'm by myself. Wow. Okay. So green green room's huge, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So green room, get you. It got big screen TV set up. And then over there, mm-hmm. you got a couch and a pool table, right? Okay. 
I'm over here up at the front. Right. Boom, looking at the stage. Like, I ain't even tripping. Right. Nah, so he's in the back over there. So when he comes in the back over there, mm-hmm. the, the host or whoever's on stage. Okay. Hey, going in, going in, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like, I think it was four of us. So it was it was a host. It was somebody doing 20, then me. Me the feature. Me, head, okay. Like that, right? Okay. So I'm waiting. So then the security dude, which I talked to him the night before because we had an after party after the other show. So you're okay. Yeah, so he was cool. So then he's in the green room. DC Carey, woo, 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 whatever. Right, all right. <laughs> he comes up, taps me on the show, say, what's up, E-man? I'm like, what's up, boy? What's going on? All right. I said, ah, man, I ain't, you know, I ain't trying to be an asshole and shit, man. But, uh, mm-hmm. Here it comes. But, but, <laughs> but DC said, man, you got to get out of the grain room. And I look back. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> I look back, like, way across the room. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Right. I look back like way across the room. <laughs> like, dog, we probably 50 feet apart. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, uh-huh. I look back and I said, I said, I gotta do what? Right. He said, you gotta get out of the I said, I gotta get out of the green room. Right. I said, hey, bro. I said, ain't nobody even in here, man. Thank you. you know I'm saying? I said, ain't, ain't nobody even in here. I said, I'm just looking at the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And he said, yeah, it ain't me, man. DC wants you out the green room, man. <laughs> So you oh, gotta, man. you know, I just gotta come over and tell you, man. I'm sorry, man. I, mm-hmm. I said, all right, cool. So I leave out the green room, and there's nowhere to stand in the showroom. Wow. Mm. You know so what I'm saying? You gotta go to standing room only, leave the green yeah, room. Yeah, I'm so standing room only. I'm standing outside the green room. It's like a little bitty hallway, though. Like, mm. okay, you know the hallway where the bathroom's at at the comedy club. Yeah, it's yeah. smaller than that. Ooh, that's real small. It's like half of that <laughs> is the hallway. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? That's small. Yeah. yeah. So and it's it's people right there. Okay. You know, like the security and the shit. All them. Da, da, yeah. Da, da. yeah. Yeah. Oh, and man. Little, so it ain't nowhere to stand out. So I just right. step out. You know, mm-hmm. so excuse me, excuse me, right. excuse me, excuse me. Step out somebody's shoes just, so tight. And then I'm just standing here now. Oh man. I'm just standing here, like with the crowd, like, you know, they looking at you laughing and looking at you, you know right. what I'm saying? Oh man, that's what I said, not, man. You see, everyone is stupid. It is, man, because I felt like there in, in that situation, I'm, I'm always about staying humble, but I know you know more than anybody. Some stars are not humble, some are some just depends. Like I said, in front of the TV, in front of the stage, they this way, you laugh, they this way, they that yeah, way, bro. when they get behind it. And I know they're human beings, I, I know they go through things, but let me just drop this on you real quick. What happened to me? This is a long time ago, and I definitely ain't gonna bring up the names. And it kind of happened here in Louisville, so I'm gonna leave it that. But it was it was a nice old, it was it was a big, big comedy thing. And uh, <laughs> I never forget, like yesterday, you know how you have, like you said, you have the headliner, you have mm-hmm. the feature. And you might have somebody open for him and then the host, okay? Right. Yeah. All right. Now, I think I was uh right before the feature. Yeah, the feature act, it was a feature act in the headline, and it was a host. Yeah, I was right before the feature, did my little 10 minutes, boom, did what I had to do. The guy who went after me, he was so drunk, it wasn't even funny. Now I'll right. take it back. I was hosting. Now I'll take it back. I was hosting. The guy that went after me, he went up, but then the guy featured went up, he was so drunk. I'm like, why is he so drunk? His act wasn't even good. But right. come to find out through another comedian. He said, man, he got him drunk. The guy who opened up before him got him so drunk to where he messed up his act. And then come the next show that they done together, he was featuring another guy who was, was before him. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, man. Is that deep or what? what? I'm just yeah. telling you, that's the see what I'm saying. These are comedic you know backstories. That's why, man. <laughs> see? When I be in comedy clubs, so much shit pop. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't, eat, I don't drink neither. Right. I feel you. They, 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 they be like, what you <laughs> They be like, are you drinking all the time, dog? This is big red. It was straight it's water. Straight cold. water, right? Yeah, straight water. I do water. water in the club. Yeah, too, yeah. I don't that's why. That's why. He lost money. He lost money. He went from feature down to, you know what I'm saying? Lost money. I was in a club where the owner came up to the manager. And was like, oh, that Kimbro is so drunk. How much alcohol does he drink? And the, and the, and the manager's like, he said, hey, man. That's funny there. He don't drink at all. Like, right. He ain't been getting nothing but Coke. You drunk know what water, like, water and Coke. Even, yeah, like, he don't even drink. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. well, look, he, he was telling me that I looked high and I talked slow. It's like, that's just him. That's right. That's him, bro. But that's somebody yeah. ready to throw salt, throw salt on you. See what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. they they do that all the time. Man. I know, plus, man. Plus two, and I tell and I tell all comics this. I say, hey man, yeah. I know y'all like to drink and y'all like to have a good time mm-hmm. and do all that. Right. I said, but when you in a comedy club, mm-hmm. so much, so much he says, she said, so much shit happens. Don't drink like that don't get drunk i said keep yourself at two drinks at the most right because what happens if you get in an altercation with somebody or Mm -hmm. you have a disagreement with somebody or even you might have a disagreement with the manager or the owner or the booker or the club and the first thing they're gonna say is oh he was so drunk and belligerent there it is drinking all night (laughs) i'm like no and i tell people when i fall out with you i'm in my right mind I know that's right. So, so nine times out of ten, <laughs> you don't really did something mm-hmm. to cause me to act like this in the club. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I see, get that. Because the first thing they want to do is blame it on you being drunk. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Blame it on you being high. And I'm yep. like, hey, bro, I don't smoke, drink, or nothing. Yep. But and see, you know, go ahead. No, nah, but see, you know, and this rolls right into my next statement of question. Because this is what advice I've given to you. You write on the camera. This is advice I've given to a comedian's first story. Now, what advice would you give someone who's trying to do stand-up? And this is what I always told him. If you first time doing stand-up, I will say this to you. Try not to do no beverages, no alcohol beverages, no drugs before you go on because you're thinking it's going to calm you down on stage. And it really ain't. It's going to mess gonna you up. Opposite. It's going to be a lot worse when you see spotlight. So you need not do nothing your first time. He I would say the first that. couple of years. Because, you know, you're not experienced enough to yeah. drink and go up there and do it. You're not a professional. Mm-hmm. So you you need to. And I know some people that can drink and go up because they've been doing it 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Yeah. But if you just start now, there's certain things. You, and that's one of the things I tell them. I know you're nervous, but you do not drink or smoke and do no illegal smoking. But I say, well, mess up your set. But Mess you up can, your uh, career, bro. And your career, your before you even get started. <laughs> I, done so. seen, I done seen some of the biggest names in the game be so drunk on stage. I done seen them mm-hmm. fall. I, have I done to. seen them fall. I done seen the motherfuckers start crying on stage and start mm-hmm. talking about their personal problems. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, yo, like this shit is crazy. I done seen one of my buddies so drunk on stage. He just stood on stage and ate the popcorn. He's like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> For like right. 30 minutes. The shit was hilarious to me. Right. You know, to other comics, when you see other comics doing bad, it should be funny because you know what they're going through. Exactly. And we know we know it's not the end of the world. You know, nah, what I'm saying? It ain't, nah. But you know, you hate to see it, but it'd be hilarious. Though. It do, man. But it you do. know, but I tell them, here's what I would tell: it, the advice I would give someone who's trying to do stand-up comedy, don't. <laughs> That's good advice. That's simple, bro. <laughs> That's good advice. It, it is in you. 
If you like no. long shitty hours, if you like yeah, getting, getting booed you know a little bit every now and then, if you like not doing, now, I mean, it's a whole lot I can go down a list of, and yeah. you got a good point. Don't do it. Don't now, unless do you it, just bro. really, really love doing it. You know, if you committed, <laughs> if you willing to be committed, and you so passionate, and this shit's driving you, and you willing to put in hundreds and hundreds of hours and the paid only equate to the hours exactly. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. then cool go ahead but it's so many people i was talking to uh lucius today okay and uh it's one of the new little comics come around and he always like man give me advice give me this give me that da, da, da. i said hey bro <laughs> i said you've been coming around here for three months and only been on stage one time wow why, why are you on advice Thank you. Like, why you I'm like, you wasting my time now. You could have been on stage. You could have been three months. That's a lot of stage time. <laughs> yeah, I said, what am I supposed to tell you? I said, it's your first time. It's your, it's your first time now. I seen you one time and it was months ago. He was right. like, yeah, what'd you think? I said, it sucked. It was your first time. <laughs> what was it supposed to be? What am I supposed to say? You did good, you got <laughs> right. potential. I said, I don't know if you did good or got potential or not. <laughs> right. You only did it once. Exactly. You know, so I'm like, shit, bro. They want all the advice and they want all the, all the killing me. They be like, I'm a all comic. Right. I'm a comic. Like, how long you been doing it? Like, yo, it was my first time. I did it once back in December. Okay. Like, have, how many times you did it since then? I, well, I haven't. I just been right. No, you ain't been right. Get out you know, of that shit. Yeah. But you know what? That's why I tell them too. Because I, I, I always look. Because I had one comedian ask me, "But why did you get into stand up? What was your first thing doing?" They, they trying to go back to when I first started. That. So I said, "Cool." And I know I'm one of the older comedians. It's all good. But long story short, I tell myself, "Look, I got into comedy because." It was best for me, I said, because at that point in my life, I was doing acting downtown mm -hmm. in college a long time ago. I got into acting. <clears throat> and I took to the stage because a guy, the guy I was acting for, the director, he said, man, he said, you really are funny on stage with your acting. You might want to try some stand-up. And that kind of strengthened, maybe, maybe even strengthened your acting. Right. So well, that's the only reason why I got into stand-up. And here I am, 20, 30 years later. Well, boom. See, yeah. You understand? That, that's that why I got me. into it. Like, I have a, <laughs> I, have a, uh, I have a minor in theater. From okay. I used to do oh, acting and stage plays and all that. A lot of people don't know it because I'm that's a thug. Right, right. And so what it was, man, I wanted to do comedy back in the day. People used to be like, man, you should do comedy. Like, even my teachers used to be like, you should do comedy. Like, right. She's like, you be so funny disrupting my class. I can't I can't even be mad at you. And I'm like, I don't be trying to be funny. And that that's what made it funny. But mm -hmm. I used to be like, I'm too cool to do comedy. You know, I was like, okay. I'm too cool for that shit. I don't right, do right. I, uh, how stupid was I? I should have started back in 90. Right. And, uh, and then I was doing acting. Okay. And so after 9-11, I, mm -hmm. I moved to L.A. and all that stuff, man. Mm -hmm. But after 9-11, I thought I had something funny to say about the planes crashing. Not even the planes crashing. Just about not flying the planes. Okay. You know, not riding on an airplane. Long right. story short, my partner moved to Dallas. He's like, man, you should come visit me. Da 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 da. And I was like, as long as Bin Laden's out there, you won't catch me flying a kite. You know <laughs> I what I'm saying? Exactly. So I was like, but I, I catch a Greyhound. You know, right. that became my running joke. So I was like, ah, oh, man, it's hilarious. I'm right. going to try that. So when I started, when I went and tried to do comedy, mm -hmm. Like I suck. Like the first time I sucked, I sucked. Uh, me too. Oh, like man. yo, like it was so bad. <laughs> it was terrible. It was so bad. Like they gave me like three minutes. I was up there for like a minute and a half. Then nobody <laughs> laughed. Then nobody nothing. 
Right. I was just like, thank you. I was too embarrassed to say my name. Right. I walked <laughs> off the stage, walked down to the hallway, went up mm -hmm. the little steps, went and sat in my car. Right. And I was like, ah, oh, man, that sucked. But okay. I loved it, though. Like, yeah, oh, the rush. Like, yeah, the rush. Yes, I was like, the oh, rush. man, it, yeah, I was the rush. Like, it was so embarrassing. I was like, yeah. it was so embarrassing. But yeah. I'm going to do it again. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but we and kept, so, but you keep working on your craft. That's yeah. What you so then it became a thing of, I wanted to, uh, I just wanted to, I would see people and I'd be like, man, I'm funnier than them. I know I'm funnier than them just naturally. Like right, I'm okay. funnier than them. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so my, my goal became, I, okay, I got to learn how to be funny on stage. So that became okay. my goal. But right. my whole goal, man, my whole goal starting out in comedy, and I tell people all the time now, I thought this was the biggest thing ever. I just wanted to host the open mic. I thought that was the, <laughs> I thought there. that was the biggest thing ever, man. So you arrived, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> shit. I was doing that in three months. Right. Like, I just yeah. wanted to host the open mic. I thought I that was that. the biggest thing. So once I got to host the open mic, mm -hmm. then it was like, well, I want to host a regular show. There on the weekend, I want yep. to host a regular show. Yep. Shit, then I was doing that by goddamn six months in. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Like I was getting paid doing comedy three months in. My first gig was fifty dollars for seven minutes. Okay, that was mm -hmm. my first gig. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a beast, boy. Like, it's like fifty dollars for seven minutes. Right. So if I get paid fifty dollars every seven minutes, nigga, I'd be rich. You know right, exactly. You know, I didn't know how it worked. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And so yeah. then after that, man, it just, each time you set a different goal. So it just became, yeah. first I wanted to do comedy, so I went and I did it. Right. Then I was like, damn, you know, these dudes on these open mics, man, I'm better than them. I got to find out how to be funny on stage. I mm -hmm. want to be the best one at the open mic to where when everybody leave at night, they be like, man, you was the best one. Right. So then that shit started happening. Okay. So then after that, it's like, yo. I want to host the real show, man. I bet I'm funny enough to do a show. Yep. So then I got that shit. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, after a while of doing that, like, yo, man, I want a feature. So right. then I started working toward that. Then it was like, shit, I can headline. You know what I'm yep, saying? Yep. Then, man. you know, but along the way, I mean, it sounds easy, but along the way, it was bumps in the road. Oh, I'm you know? sure, yo, definitely. Niggas definitely got booze. Niggas, right. first, time they, first time they told me do 45 minutes, you know, I couldn't really do it. I didn't have right. it, <laughs> but I told them I had it. Exactly. And then, uh, man, then you just go from there, man, and then, yeah. then you get stuck to where I was stuck to where I just, now I'm a headline, I'm a headline, I'm a headline. Mm -hmm. So I'm headlining, and then, you know, when people call me to feature, I be like, I don't know. But right. then I start doing it. Now I'm just at a point where shit, where you want me at on stage? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, man, hey, Feature, headline. <laughs> right, you doing it all, man. Wherever man, keep, you want keep, me, man. Keep doing it, but you know, I want to say this too. That show we just done the Downtown Loft, and I've never been down there. Yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man, that was a good show between me, you, Chris Connick, and Adrian. I had yeah. a great time. It was a great professional show. Even Craig Ewan, he liked it too. Yeah. I just want to talk about how good it was because I just think it was a great show and everybody loved it, man. That's what I like. I like going to shows. I like, I like being part of the shows where everybody's a professional comedian and I, mm -hmm. and do a professional job on stage, and that way all the fans are happy and they've been entertained. Because I've right. done I've done shows and you have too 
Well, it made two of the comedians are professional comedians. The other two just, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm show last night. <laughs> yeah, right. You I'm know what show saying? last night so, was, oh was 100% opposite of what we did on Thursday. Oh I'm, sure it was. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. And that's that's a big difference, man, because to me, you know, I'm always about being professional. It just, it irks me. And it's nothing against the younger comedians or the comedians who's trying to get there. I'm like, what do you do to prepare yourself before you come on stage? You just sit at home and smoke blunts all day or drink right. and get drunk. You come here and you ain't got no material. And look at everything that's going on in the world today. And you had 2020 to sit back and write a whole lot of stuff. Right. There's no right. reason why nobody shouldn't come out with a damn encyclopedia full of comedy material if you're a comedian. If I'm just keeping it 100. If, if you watched my whole set, you watched my whole set last okay. Thursday, this okay. Thursday. If you right. watched my whole set, mm -hmm. it was all from 2020. That's what I'm saying. See, my whole set was all 2020, See? but it wasn't timeless. It was it was my it was my 2020 experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. was my whole 2020 experience, bro. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and the people loved it. People's like, you need a special. You need a special. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I do. I don't know. But you and know I'm, what I'm, I'm right. I'm just one of comedians. I'm 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 fearless on stage because I feel like what I got to lose being on stage. And like I was telling Adrian and Chris before we before I went up at night, I said I got a couple of new jokes. I said, I'm gonna use them. I said if yeah. they like it, fine. If they don't, it's fine too. I said, but here's the here's the silver lining. I told him. I said, what good is writing something if you don't take it to the stage? Right. I said I know a lot of comedians got they come in there with packed full of stuff, all these papers. You ain't taking none of that to the stage. Yeah, all that material. All that. Ain't taking none of it. They scared to take it to the stage. A lot of them scared to take it because if it don't work, they freeze up. But that's part of yeah. it. If it don't work, you know what you got to do. Trim the fat, add some or whatever, delete, do whatever. I'll just get rid of it completely. But you'll never know if you don't take it yeah, to the stage. Try it, yeah. There you go. You got yeah. and I tell, and that's what I tell you, <laughs> new comics too. Like this guy last night was on the show. Okay. Absolutely <laughs> horrible. Absolutely horrible. <laughs> well, and, and here's what I'm saying. He didn't tell no he was just like, hey, what's up? That's my boy Mike. Hey. Remember, I was the homecoming king. She was the homecoming queen. <laughs> right. Remember, like, I'm glad y'all here. Like, look at me. I was like, I'm up here. You know, this, right. it was it was horrible. It wasn't no nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then I was like, man, how long you been doing comedy, man? He's because he came up to me afterwards. He's just like, man, you know, I just, you know, and this no, I ain't kissing okay. my ass or nothing. <laughs> right. He was just like, man, I have no words, man. You legend, you good, you this. Oh my God, it, it was amazing, whatever. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Worst show I ever fucking been on. Bro. <laughs> I heard you. And uh, I was like, thanks, man. I appreciate it, bro. Like, okay. you know, I show love and shit. You know, yeah, exactly. Chilling. Keep it humble. And right. then, uh, <laughs> and then he was like, man, what'd you think about my set? Mm. And I was like, mm. man, I probably ain't the person you want to ask that. You know I know you're gonna saying? be real. Be plain. You're right. gonna be real. Like, I know you. Keep you're it one hundred. <laughs> right. You know? He's like, keep it one hundred. So I told him everything. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And he was mm -hmm. like, I get it. I said, so how long you been doing comedy? Right. And he said, five years. Mm. And I said, okay. I said, you ain't been doing comedy five years. He said, yeah, it's been five years. I said, man, <laughs> no, look, that, that terrible. I said, I said, I'm on, I'm at every open mic. I'm at every show. I'll mm. never see you. So mm. it can't be five years. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm. I said, well, I'm a, he said, I've been doing it five years. I said, well, okay, well, let me rephrase the question. All right. <laughs> How much have you gotten on stage? There you go. Yeah. And he said, right. he said, oh, I done did about 200 shows. 
And then, <laughs> Dennis, right. Really? I said, man, you ain't did two Dennis partner said, nah, man, you ain't did 200 shows, bro. Nah. Like, you ain't did nah. 200 shows. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then uh, he started talking. I said, well, look, man, I'm going to break it down to you. I said, you've been doing comedy for about five years. Mm-hmm. I said, but stage time-wise, you probably like two months in. There we go. Now you're talking. I said, now I'm just keeping it 100. Right. I said, this game is about getting on stage. Putting the getting work in. Getting on stage. Put the work getting in. On st- I said, I've been on stage probably more this week, mm. and you've been on stage all year. <laughs> you know what? Let's keep it real. Fiddle. I said, that's just that's the difference, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? A lot of people mm. say they comics or be like, yeah, I do comedy or whatever. And, you know, and I use this too, and I tell people this too. A lot of people equate they should be getting paid just because mm. they've been doing it X amount of years. Yeah, oh, big time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't even start with that one. <laughs> I hear it come back. Let me sit it to her. I lost them for a minute, but I'm going to get them back here, y'all. I lost my guest for a minute, but I'm going to get them back. That's a promise. Oh, he's back. He's back. I just had it. just. And he's back. <laughs> so you get to talk about these comics like that, man. They mess with the internet. The internet don't yeah. like it. They, they just shuts down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they don't I even like it. it. <laughs> I, I said, I lost my them. battery. My battery no, was about 6%. I told, him, I said, I told the people you was coming back. But now here's what I want to go into, too, before uh, I close out here. And yeah. I'm gonna talk, let me talk about this first more than anything. But like I said, I was really, uh, it really was a great show, the downtown loft, like I said earlier. But I want to talk about this more than anything because tomorrow's my mother's birthday. She'd be 83. Right. I'm truly blessed for that. And oh, I'm gonna try yeah, to talk about this without getting too emotional because get it, get uh, it I know because eh, you know get I've been through a lot with, with with just being just being who I am. And right. a lot of people, like like you said, they see you on stage, like, oh you, you know, you this and that, this and that. And I've had a lot, I get a lot of love, but like they don't know the blood, sweat, and tears that you go right. through that took you to get to that point, as well as with some family issues. So with that right. said, you know, it takes a lot of work. So with that say, I just want to say first and foremost, happy birthday to my mother tomorrow, who'll be 83, Doris Brown. I love you. And second and more than anything, here's, here's the question I'm coming to you with right now, because I know what you've been through in your through your life here recently. And right. like you said, you should have been on my show sooner. But I'm going to pop this question on here and see what you see what you think about. See if you can. And how proud would your mother be of your entertainment accomplishment as of right now? Oh, and man, I know I'm putting you on the spot. I know. Nah, I am nah, nah, nah. OK. <laughs> OK. Nah, man, my mother, uh, my mother, she's very proud of me, man. You right. know what I'm saying? That's what's up. She's very proud of me. Like even before my mother passed, ironically, my mother passed the okay. day I was supposed to do your show. I found my mother. Right. You know yeah, what that, I'm that hurt me. It hurt yeah, me because yeah. I told the media, I didn't know what I, it hurt me. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I remember you you hit me and I just found her. And I was like, oh man, I just found my mama, man. Like I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be able to do it or whatever, bro. And it's uh it, it hit me too hard. I didn't. Yeah, I, uh, I was astonished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, man. I don't know. I keep looking to the side because because <laughs> I got her urn Pitching. and her pictures urn. and her shit right That's there. What's you know what's what yeah, and that's her, what's up. Yeah, and her little tennis shoes and shit. That's what's up. But you know, my mama, man, she be she's proud, man. She's proud of me. She's just proud of the fact that I was just a good dude. Okay. More than anything, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to do what I want to do. 
You right. Know? And, and if you know anybody know my family, know my mother's the funny one. I'm I'm just the one who can I heard that. Stage. I heard your mother's pretty funny. Yeah, I heard that. My mama's the funny <laughs> that's, one. I'm just the one who from, do it on stage, man. <laughs> okay. Like my, mama, my mama takes over every room. She. She she's the life of every party. Like all my friends were her friends outside of me. Mm, so okay. like my friends could call her and talk to her and mm-hmm. wouldn't have nothing to do with me. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the type of mama I had, man. <laughs> oh um, man, that's great. You know, yeah, man. And, and it's a it's a blessing. You know, you you either look at it as half full or half empty, man. It's a blessing I had my mother as long as I had her. I heard that. You know, it's yeah. it's a blessing that I yeah. learned what I learned from her. That mm-hmm. I didn't know until after she passed. Right. You know, I didn't know everything she said was true until after she passed. You know. Oh yeah, I see that. You, you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah, come on. I got my father. Yeah, when he passed, I learned a lot of stuff he told yeah. me. Yeah. I didn't understand until yeah. he passed. I get yeah, it. I'm passed. with you. Yeah, man. Yeah, I get you. I get you. And the yeah. thing is, man, it's like I I quit everything. Like I don't want to do nothing. My mom died. I don't want to do nothing. I still I'm don't. Sorry. I it's, like, it. it's like now, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I don't even want to do comedy no more. Keep it all the way 100. Like, right, right. I don't. But at the same time, like, I know if mama was still here, I would. That's wouldn't. what I was going to say. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I would. Right, so right. I'm just trying to keep that going. And that's why I'm doing all these shows now. People call me all these past six months, and I turned everybody down, and I just now started. Taking shows and doing them, taking right. shows and doing right. them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So time, time heals wounds. I tell yeah. people, well, time. you know, I don't even think with this, man. This is a hurt that you never experience. This is a hurt that you only experience one time, real hard. Right. And, and you never get over it. I think about my mother every day, every morning. Every morning, I was talking about this earlier. Every morning and every night before I go to bed, mm-hmm. I walk. I walk back in the room where I found and I see her laying on the floor. Like okay. I can't. I can't never get out of that room. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like right, every morning it. when I wake up, it's one of the first things that hit me. Like I see my mama laying on the floor every night before right. I go to bed. I, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, you know, something I can't even sleep. You know, I see myself going in that room, right. and finding her all over. It's like, so you relive it over yeah. and over and over. Mm-hmm. And, and yep. here's the, the wild part is I found uh, my phone might hang up again, man. Oh, you are, you are. Right. The you. wild part is. Okay. <laughs> I uh, I found thirty years ago. I mm-hmm. found my mother's mother. Wow. Okay. You know That's what I'm good. saying? It's family. It's family. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, what's the day? July the tenth. Tenth. Yep. Today's July tenth. My mother's birthday tomorrow. I know it. Okay. So I found <laughs> I found my granny dead July the eighth, nineteen ninety one. Wow. You like? Oh you know man. What I'm saying? Yeah. Man. That's my mama's mama. So I found her July the eighth, nineteen ninety one. So right. then thirty years later. Mm. January 9th, mm. I found my mother. You know what I'm saying? Man, so, you know. it's oh man, it's so deep because it's like with my father when he passed in 2006, and you probably can feel what I'm about to say. I felt a lot of people come, they came up to me, especially after that first year, because I shut everything down. I was right. like, I shut everything down because I know how close we was. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. A lot of people say I look like him, which I probably do. But long story right. short, people's like, well, how'd you get through that time? You know, how'd you get? I said, man, I'm gonna tell you something. Something I learned a long time. It was two things told to me. The first one is the body's gone, but their spirit and soul lives in me forever. Oh, my yeah, father's spirit and soul. Right. The, the body's just gone. The spirit right. and soul's always yeah. in me forever. And I'm going to tell you something that I thought was pretty funny. At my, it was the one thing that loosened me up at my father's funeral was my uncle, my father's best, my father's brother. They mm-hmm. they was like left, right. He said, man, I'm going to tell you something. And this is at the funeral. The day of my father's funeral, and he loosened right. me up. I'm like, man, 
He said, man, I'm going to tell you something. You know, I love your father. I love your father. If I do anything for him, he said, but I am pissed at him. I said, you pissed him on his funeral? He said, yeah. He said, because, man, he done left me down with all you damn fools in the family. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I looked at him. I said, boy, I said, man. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> he said he's up there chilling, and we down here still right. got to deal with these fools in the family in the that's world. What I, that's what I said. And I was like, like, he's shit. right on point. That loosened me up right there. I was yeah. like, okay, you got me. Yeah. But on that note, man, hey, man, before I sign off, just tell everybody how to get in contact with you, your hand on everything right. and everything, because uh, it's been great. I appreciate having you and hope uh, to have you back again, too. Oh, uh, yeah, soon. definitely, man. <laughs> yeah, I just want to tell you, man, thank you for the opportunity, man. I oh, appreciate man. it, man. You know, come on and, now. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me at Eric Kimbrough's E-R-I-C, last name K-I-M-B-R-O-U-G-H. Everybody calls me Kimbrough. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. It's at E underscore K-I-M-B-R-O because somebody already had my name. Right. And then uh, find me on Twitter at Eric Kimbrough, one word. And then, uh, shoot, man, that's pretty much, you can find me anywhere on social media. But I got shows coming up next uh, next week. Uh, July 21st, I'll be taping for Sirius XM. August oh, wow, 7th. That's good. That's yeah, good. August 7th, I'll be in uh, Hopkinsville for their little Black Weekend. Okay. And then uh, August the 16th, I'll be in Chattanooga. So, yeah, man. So, we just trying to roll, man. We just going to try to keep it going. It's coming back since the COVID. And yeah, be on the, it sure you is. Know. So, just be on the lookout, man. Just be on the lookout. Man, because um, I really enjoy having you. And let me say this. Uh, for the Big Ed Lightstream Comedian Podcast, if y'all want to check it out, go to YouTube or Facebook Live. Also, if you do want to get in contact with E, hey, just hit me up. I know it's not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just hit me up on YouTube or whatever. Right. Just hit me up on two chat messages. I'll, I'll turn you on to because I know a lot of people are always looking for comedians to do shows or whatever. So, hey, just hit just hit me up right. and I'll turn you on to them. But with that said, man, it was truly, truly great to have you on my podcast. Thank I you, bro. Keep, keep, keep doing E, keep doing you, and keep doing what you're doing. I'm loving what you're doing, man. Like I said, I, I, I'm just a big fan of comedy, stand-up comedy, and acting both. So I support right. people that are out there trying to do it. I just love comedy, period. I love the art of it. I love the art form I always have from day one. And I will continue to do it till I die because I love it. And I love making people feel good inside and forgetting about their bills and their problems in the world right. when they come to see me. That's the best thing I could do. That's when I really give my love to my, my father's past. And I always think about him and my grandmother. That's when their spirit really hit me because, like, you go do what you were put on this earth to do. You go do that. And that's why I go out there and do it. So with that said, man, yeah, like I said, I enjoyed having you. Keep cool. doing Eric, man. I'm, I'm gonna keep, you know, I'm always coming to your shows and just come support sure. and support each other. For and sure. keep doing what you do, man. Enjoy the rest of your night, man. And I'm the All big right. head light skin comedian podcast. See y'all again second Saturday of the month. And much love to check out Eric Kimbrough when you can and keep supporting comedy. I appreciate y'all. I always like to leave a little something positive. Here's the most positive thing I can leave with. Quit worrying about other people, just worry about you, and you will see the reflection of the world in a lot better light. I love y'all. Keep being big. Keep doing what you're doing. The Big Ed Light Skin Community Podcast. Somehow, I'll see y'all right. next second. Start next. All right, E. Love Shout you, out man. To the noobs. Peace, boy. Thank you, baby. All right. No problem. All no right. problem. Peace. Peace.